Now, you're listening to the God Chasers Podcast, hosted by the homie Brinson. You God chasing or nah? We chase God. We chase God. We chase God. You know what it is when you see us coming. Force in the darkness, they be running. Bring it up, ain't no games, we own something. I chase God. We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. We what? We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. We what? We chase God. I chase God. We chase God. We what? I chase God. I chase God. I chase God. From here on out, this here is your answer. You go chasing or nah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tuned in to the freshest 30 minutes to an hour of the God Chases podcast and this is probably my favorite episode of the year when we do the best of 2021. I am your host and I am joined by two brothers. I think this is maybe the fourth, maybe fifth year we have done this. Sketch the J and Ready Rider, we are here. We are here. What's up, gentlemen? Howdy. What's going on, people? <laughs> the enthusiasm is, is 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 here. So we we gonna have um, we're gonna go through our favorite music, and we this year we combined movies and TV shows. And just to be mm-hmm. honest, we combine them because I feel like Hollywood has just been sucking the past two years. It might be COVID. It might be the shutdowns, but we just have not been getting the same quality of content that we are used to. So it seemed like um, it was time to do that. So I'm about to And throw- to be fair, that stuff blurs together now, especially with COVID. You watch yeah. shows that used to be in the theater on your Disney Plus the same day or HBO Max or whatever, so... Let's just all call them visual stories or something like that. I, I think yeah. we should have had um, the top five streaming services because, I mean, yeah, Disney Plus would have won for me. Like <laughs> they, they give you a lot of good content. HBO. Been very oh, yeah. my goodness. I got to change the number. <laughs> I got to change the number. Oh, snap. Somebody about to get booted. I, it, oh, no. just hit, it just hit me. It just hit mm. me. It you just put, hit you me. You put Matrix at number one? <laughs> <laughs> or Boba Fett, one episode in, he's like, I'm already... No, no, no. One episode in on the Boba Fett. Matrix, watch Thank you for bringing that up. So let's let's talk about that. What did y'all think about that episode? It was good. I, I, it's, it's setting things up, I think. You know, it... it it reminded me of Mandalorian. It's a little more gritty. Um, I had a couple laughs. There's lots of callbacks to previous Star Wars films that you, I feel like, kind of have to know somewhat to to get get into it. You start in and you're like, what is he doing? If you didn't know, you're like, what is he doing in this like jellyfish like thing? You know. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see where it goes. I think. I, I see it the same way Sketch saw it. It's foundational. Um, kind of sucks that it was foundational. I did not like the fact that he got like he got to work early. Like he got beat down by some street soldiers. Yeah. And I was like, wow. This early, he couldn't even beat those guys. So I don't know where they're going with this, whether he's going to get all his skills back if he gets dumped in the rejuvenation tank some more. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the Lazarus Pit. They got their own Lazarus Pit. <laughs> right. Yeah, I thought it. I thought it was good. I just thought thirty nine minutes was just too short. Yeah, 
like when it started to get good, it was over. I was like, come on, Disney. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's yeah. all good. So let let's jump into any dope events that you guys uh experienced in uh 2021. I'm gonna just start off with the dopest event of 2021 that I can talk about because it was it's one I can't talk about. So the dopest event of 2021 was uh, the mic drop movie slash concert in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It was called Mic Drop, the Homecoming, and I met for the first time Stephen Wiley. I talk about him in all my interviews. Um, the first Christian rap I heard when I was four years old, and I went to this church. Uh, performed on the same stage with him with a live band. Uh, shout out to Darius West for just making my dream come true on that one. And uh, and then the next day after I performed with him at the Mic Drop event, he actually booked me for his church that Sunday morning. And that was just astounding. I, I told myself before I go up there, I said, whatever my best show was and best performance and gave all my all to this church is about to get 400% of the best of. No, I'm not going to stumble over a word. I'm not going to forget a line. I'm going to enunciate. It's going to be the best show I ever had. So, mic drop, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and then I went to see uh, Black Wall Street right after that. So, I turned the whole weekend into something really dope. It's, I took a ton of pictures. I will never forget it. Mic drop, Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's me. What about you, Sketch? Yeah, so I'm recording this from Dallas. I'm uh, doing some travel this uh, holiday season. But last time I was in the city was for the same thing, the mic drop event. So they had it here in Dallas as a premiere. And like you said, it was just phenomenal to, one, see the movie, which documents the history of Christian hip-hop very well, um, has a lot of good footage and stories and stuff. But then to have this kind of like old-school Christian hip-hop concert let's give these guys their flowers and to see these guys still perform so you had Stephen wiley on stage you had mike peace you had etw you had our pid soup the chemist was out there um some like local guys like crumb or plato Sivion came out just to like support and watch it and um dude it was just phenomenal to see that these guys can still rock that still have a passion for for presenting the gospel and their music that are still down with hip-hop and like you said, Darius West did a really good job with it and releasing the, the video. So we like had the concert and then we watched the film and like hung out afterwards and stuff. And it was definitely, you guys got to check that the movie out. And I know that they've released the live recordings of the performances and stuff. So, so check it out. Mike Drop, the history of Christian hip hop. Ours was done on Juneteenth. So it's phenomenal merch that even had like the, um, red, black, and green flag and American, you know, liberty, kind of this juxtaposition of, of freedom in Christ and freedom is in your your rights as a, you know, a citizen of the United States. It was, yeah, that was, that was number one for me. You, you, so. you know what? I, I got it. I forgot to say one thing. That concert was for people who was in the movie only. Mm -hmm. And it was such a God moment that the Lord placed me on that stage because I had no idea it was going to happen. And then God did that. And I'm like, I'm not even supposed to be here. And I mean, 
I, I believe they said that uh, the replay of the whole concert is going to be on January 9th, like mic drop the movie.com backslash replay, something like that. And okay. that was God moment, God moment, God moment. So, <laughs> all right, ready? It's on you. What was your event? I didn't go to, go to any events. Um, so I'm going to bring up the thing that I saw that inspired me to do something else as well. So you on Twitter posting all your pictures of going to see all these kids in hospitals, um, dropping off Christmas gifts, blessing people in so many ways. And I hope it inspired other people like it inspired me to go and give the hospitals as well. So I think that was something that was monumental. I know you've been doing it for a long time, but on this on this particular Christmas, you kind of took, you know, you kind of put out more footage and more pictures to kind of let people see what you was doing. And I know it's a um for some people it's a it's one of those situations where you you shouldn't be letting people see what you're doing. But I think in this occasion and in this case, it was good to inspire the people because we already knew your heart behind it. We already knew it wasn't a clout thing. It was about saying, look what I'm doing and inspire other people remember what Christmas is about, you know, and what are you doing to bless people that are, you know, so many people burnt down houses, all kinds of situations that occurred that came up across my feet at work. And I, you know, and it just inspired me to give and give. Um, so I think that was the event that I saw because I didn't attend a lot of things, but I thought that was a great event for me. So Beyond, beyond Christmas. Yes. I was going to mention it, but I was like, yeah, don't do it, don't do it. But you mentioned it, so bam. <laughs> <laughs> so bam. So bam. So yeah, praise God about that. It's it's so this was the biggest year. I I probably uh I I can say over two hundred thousand dollars was put into that event mm-hmm. and and out of three hospitals and uh taking uh this uh a group of kids from a foster home on on two shopping sprees two weeks apart because they yeah. thought it was a one time thing and I was like now nah, let's go again and um so the Lord definitely gets all the glory on that you know what I'm saying so yeah mm-hmm. beyond Christmas was something else so let's jump into it we're gonna start with movies and TV shows and, and since this is my podcast, I'm going to say whatever I want to say because that's where we at. You know, everybody else do it. Somebody just got it. Okay. So I'm going to start with honorable mentions. And I have four honorable mentions. Oh, I'm sorry. Five mm. because somebody got bumped. <laughs> and I'll tell you <laughs> during the list yeah. who got bumped. Okay. Honorable mention, Hawkeye. I thought it was a good show. Um, honorable mention. Just good show. It was good. Christmas. I think it was a Christmas story. I mean, it's not like, you know, Die Hard is probably the ultimate Christmas movie. So, I mean, Hawkeye, honorable mention. Loki, honorable mention. It barely got in because it, I wasn't floored by it. It was cool. Um, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, Winter Soldier, honorable mention barely got in because of episode one in U.S. Agent. U.S. Agent, I thought, did a phenomenal job. And the first episode that they had on there, the fight scenes was phenomenal. Um, Cobra Kai. 
honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last honorable mention, King Kong versus Godzilla. I enjoyed it. I en- I enjoyed it. I like the last fight scene. I like the little girl who was doing the sign language. I like how Kong was who he was. He he's still a teenager fighting a super grown Godzilla. I just need him to get ten more years and then go back at it because I think he would have beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my honorable mentions. Sketch, you got any? Uh, like I said, I had a hard time kind of ranking mine. <laughs> honorable mentions, I'll throw out Reservation Dogs, um, FX show about uh, these uh, indigenous Native Americans uh, kind of come coming up. Uh, has a real interesting sensibility, but I, I enjoyed that. And Dave too. And both of those are mature viewers uh, give that disclaimer but uh dave follows little dicky's track and he's if you know yeah. little dicky he's he's kind of comical but there's a deeper sensibility in the the story and acting i think that and it talks about his rhyme partner who has uh like anxiety and that sort of thing so those are pretty good i'll put those on my honorable mentions there you go yeah ready all right so the tomorrow war with old boy from um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't think of his name right now. Chris Pratt. Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. It was on Amazon Prime. I was pleas- I was pleasantly surprised. Good, solid movie. Um, the more I watched the movie, it probably should have made my list. It had, it, it, it needs a second watch for people who've only watched it one time because what it has in it is stuff about soldiers and PTSD stuff about being satisfied with where God had you at this point in time, right? The main character was upset because he thought he was destined to do more and his pursuit um, to do more caused him to leave what was most important to him. Mm, um, mm, mm. So I would say it probably deserves to be on the list, but this list is real tight. So um, that is one. And also um, Gundam Hathaway, uh, Segunda movie came out this year. It was a dope movie, well shot. That was on Netflix. Um, Arcane, sleeper, cartoon, anime. Uh, I can't remember who it's by. It's by the same people who make League of Legends. Um, about two sisters kind of growing up in a dystopian ghetto and um, what they did to survive and how it changed them. Um, all of these things, I would say Arcane is, is a little adult. Some, of course, don't agree with, but um, there are some good topics discussed in there about mental health, especially. So those are my three um, sleepers, if you will. Okay, so let's hit, let's go with number 10. My number 10, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad Mm number 10. um, I think if... Certain certain tweaks in the story would have made it better. Like, I'm cool with Starro. It's just a plethora of other villains y'all could have. <laughs> I just I just felt like they could have they could have made any. They could have put Godzilla there. They could have put King Kong there. They could have put any big being in this part for Starro and. But I still enjoyed it. Uh, I think John Cena did pretty good. Um, 
uh, Idris Elba killed his role. Yeah. Um, the dude, the polka dot, the polka dot dude. Need I needed more <laughs> him? I needed more him. <laughs> he was dope. Um, it was cool. Yeah, number ten, yeah. Suicide Squad. What you got, Sketch? Um, I'll go number ten, Umbrella Academy, which might have been last year, but I feel like I might have just caught up on it this Great. year. But uh, yeah, it was an interesting. I didn't think that I would like it at first, and I saw the Netflix thumbnail of like this talking monkey, and I'm like, I, I don't know, but I'll give it a shot. But yeah, just kind of an interesting mix of superheroes and family dynamics involved in that. Um, so it was, it's worth. I don't know if I need three another season, but two seasons was a good uh, tight storyline between those two. Yeah. yeah, I definitely like the Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. So my number 10, as the anime guy on the set, <laughs> Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Um, I don't know how many people know about Demon Slayer and, and the record-breaking numbers it did last year in, in Asian countries. Uh, great movie. Um, very bloody. So it's not for kids. But definitely a great movie, great character, kind of a uh, Naruto, Baruto, kind of a Midoriya character for all you anime heads. You know exactly what I'm talking about. This is a hero anime. So um, I would would say anybody who likes that kind of stuff or likes action in general, likes great animation, I mean, top tier, top tier animation, check that out. Demon Slayer, Mutant Train. I wonder if uh, that Transformers came out this year in that Ultraman, or was the Ultraman last year? Because Ultraman was dope. Um, my number nine, Black Widow. Here and, and here and, and here's why it's, it's it's so down. I went into it with zero expectations. I thought it was going to be horrible. I I I told myself I was like. She wasn't what she needed to be in in Avengers and all that. Nobody cared. I was happy when she did when she got the Soul Stone form on Endgame. I was like, both of y'all could have went, but wow! <laughs> <laughs> but it ended up being I really enjoyed it, and I was like, man. Maybe that's what I need to do with, with all the movies. Just have zero, like, crash the plane on my expectations, and then I can I can really enjoy it. So that's my number nine. Mm. Yeah. Okay. My number nine, I'll go with King Richard, the, uh, the Will Smith story Go-over. about the Williams sisters. Um, so it took me a little bit to get into Will Smith's, like, accent and not just see him playing, like, a character or, like, a skit. Uh, but I, apparently that's what the, the father sounded like. And um, I've heard some complaints like, oh, I wish this story focused more on the, the sisters themselves versus the father. But they were involved in the making of the movie. So obviously they wanted to show like what their father was like. But I thought it was a good portrayal. And, and they tried to show, too, some of his flaws. He wasn't just the perfect ideal father. And you, you learn some of more of his backstory about how he has his other family who probably doesn't get the same shine as the two sisters, but it gets you into tennis. It gets you into fatherhood and that sort of stuff. So good picture King Richard. So King Richard, I have not seen yet. I'm, I still want to see that. I did see matrix with Jada in it. And I think they've done so much damage to themselves with that red table that I almost have to bypass my thoughts about the red table in order to watch their movies. 
So it got yeah, I haven't watched any Red Table. <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't watched any Red Table, but I like I hear headlines about it, and like just because, and I know that there was even a petition for both Will and Jada, like just shut up, like we don't need to know this much about <laughs> yes. your personal life, like yeah, like just just act. I just want to see you do that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's a little bit too much disclosure. Yeah. Um, for my number nine, Roni Kenshi, the final. I've been watching Roni Kenshi for a while. This is a. Uh, I don't want to say it's a samurai movie, but it's kind of like a samurai movie. It's a sword fighter movie about a guy who um, is basically unhinged in the things he goes through. The final, the weird thing about the final is they release them in a, in a weird order, so you don't understand why he's so angry unless you've seen the other movies. This is on Netflix. Anybody who likes Kung Fu and likes, um, you know, Asian culture in general and likes um, just action, just... Un, unmitigated action. I would say check out Roni Kenshin, the final. There's also the second one that released. Um, you probably should watch this, the second one first because it's going to tell the story of why he, how he got to the kind of anger he had on the final and how and why he approached things in a certain way. I'm trying to say things without ruining the plot of the movie, but good movie in general, Roni Kenshin. Okay, and that's anime. No, that's uh, that's uh, martial arts. Okay, this, okay. This is straight up martial okay. arts. Okay, well, good. That that go into my number eight, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat with the cartoon? No, the show. Listen, mm. listen, listen. And here's why. I don't think I saw a better fight scene until we get up in the ranks between what they did with Sub-Zero. The fight scenes with Sub-Zero, like in the beginning when they got his family, when he just was tearing that, the fight scenes shot it up for me. The acting, I didn't care too much about. (laughs) They had way too many F-bombs for me. Like Kano just would, but Kano was funny. Kano was super funny. Uh, but yeah, Mortal Kombat, those fight scenes, I mean, I, hey, I see the looks, but Sub-Zero was... So fight scenes, right? Roni yeah. Kenshin's fight scenes is 10 times better, and they have multiple fight scenes, okay. and it's shot better. And on top of that, the cartoon version of Mortal Kombat was better than the live action. I'm not going, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going to dispute it was better. But they had better special effects and all of this other stuff. But I did like the cartoon. But so, so, so I hope you got Snake Eyes on your list. If you putting this on your list, we gonna see. see? In a, see, we gonna mm-hmm. see. We okay. gonna see. We gonna see. <laughs> okay. Sketch, what you got? No, what's this number? This number eight. We number eight. Yeah. So talking about fight scenes, this is one of mine that had it in there. But Shang, the Legend of Shang Chi. The, the Marvel one, so I didn't know anything about that character. You guys are much more into to comic books than I am, but um, had heard good things about it. And that fight scene on the bus alone was um, mm-hmm. it, it's enough to sell me on it. So, and I know it's kind of reminiscent of Jackie Chan and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff, but that and the, and the rest of the stuff and how it ties into the whole Marvel universe um, is good. I'll be interested to see kind of how he ties into MCU moving forward. So I'll, I'll go with that one. Here's, here's a question. Do you want to see a part two of that? Um, yeah. I, I, I guess so. 
but I'll, I, like <laughs> I said, I, I'm happy to see him interact with the other, uh, you know, upcoming phase two or, or young Avengers, I guess, as they're calling them somewhat too. So, so Shang-Chi was dope and the fighting scene reminded me of the rumble in the Bronx kind of Jack, Jackie Chan. Movie. Yeah. Um, legendary Michelle Yeoh, in case y'all don't know, and y'all don't watch karate movies. Think of uh, Tai Chi back in the day with Jet Li. Um, no, was it Jet Li? No, it was Jet Li. She's done movies with Donnie Yen. Um, Michelle Yeoh was the um, female character, kind of leader on um, the Shang-Chi movie. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely a good movie. Um, for a, I have a TV show, and I put uh, FBI Season 4. Uh, one of my favorite cop shows on TV right now. Um, well shot. Um they dealt with some some stuff with Jubal and his kid. They kind of delve into his relationship. They're beginning to um, go into the individual character's relationship and kind of build up the cast and kind of let us know who the people are. During this season, they kind of focused on Jubal and leadership and different things that are occurring. So definitely a great movie if you like cops. The best one is probably Chicago PD, but I didn't put Chicago PD on this list because I didn't really watch it like that because it has just too much stuff in it for me. My um my son and my um wife definitely love that show though as well. So but I would say FBI season four for me for number eight. No, okay. I you know FBI do be yes. I I like FBI a lot. I like all so they got FBI, FBI International and um SVU? SUV? No, 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 no. The the manhunt. They got the manhunt. And um, the one, the the one, the one dude in. It. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's one more that they kind of done coach shows with. Right. Sometimes they blend those shows together. I can't think of the name of the show though. Right, right. Um, um, you. It is SVU. Uh, what is it? Organized crime. There we go. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That that's in the top. Somebody's getting bumped. Okay, what's the <laughs> name? Somebody's getting bumped. I can't bump that. I can't bump that. Okay, number seven. Injustice. Injustice. Here's why. Injustice is my favorite comic book story of all time like and I've read a ton of them. so it's it's about um it's a, in another multiverse the Joker so so Bat, not Batman Superman and Lois Lane is expecting a, a baby Joker kidnaps Lois Lane puts a bomb on her heart that's going to detonate and destroy Metropolis and he gets kryptonite and gets some of the scarecrow fear gas. Superman finds him. The gas comes. Superman sees Doomsday. He shoots Doomsday in the space. Batman says, it's a trick. It's not who you think it is. He looks. It's Lois Lane. Metropolis nukes. Boom! Then he finds the Joker. The Joker and Batman are going at it like he's he's not going to turn. He's the best of us. Superman rips open the wall, grab the Joker, and punch through him. He turns to an evil tyrant. 
I love this thing. They didn't do as good as the comic book, but they did good enough to make number seven. I told most of the plot, but not all of us. So, so where did you watch this? Was this live action or no? This is cartoon drawn animation. Cartoon. Okay. It's cartoon. Okay. Yep, it's phenomenal. Like uh, when I was in Alaska doing a, a concert, this was a few years ago. I was telling one of the uh, guys who was guest speaking. I told him about injustice, and he was like, "Man, I got the I got to read it." I went and ordered injustice year one, two, three. And sent it to his house via Amazon in Alaska. He was like, "This is the greatest thing ever." I was like, "I know," and it's about time that they 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 made it. I'm like, they are a year too late. They should have did this three years ago. So number seven, injustice. Yeah, you got sketch. For mine, I'll go with the TV show on Netflix called uh, F1 Drive to Survive. Mm-hmm. So I've not been yeah. a racing fan before, but. Uh, the last year or so, probably, I got into F1. So uh, my day job has is a sponsor of Max Verstappen, the Red Bull racer. And this is a docu-series about F1. And it's gotten me to know the drivers and kind of what's what's different about it versus NASCAR. I'm wearing a NASCAR shirt today, but I like the F1 probably better. And um, so it's it's got a little language that – so probably wouldn't watch it with kids, but it's <laughs> my, my son has gotten into F1, and he likes um, – Hamilton, who drives for Mercedes, and I like Verstappen, even though he's a jerk. Um, but it's it's been an interesting watch and gotten me into a, what's apparently an international sport of high-end uh, motor racing. So, F1 Drive to Survive. Ready? So, I would say, as something that I left off my list, uh, and I'm kind. Of, I was kind of tossed up in between this one and uh, Snyder Cut, Justice mm. League, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that is a far superior movie than the original release. It kind of helps you to like Cyborg and Flash. When I didn't like those characters at all during the original movie, but that was not an original movie, even though they added a whole lot. So I'm gonna go with Hawkeye. Okay. So the reason I have Hawkeye on this list. One, I did like the Christmas aspect, but I thought they did a good job of building up Kate Bishop. Um, I can see how they're going to transition to Kate Bishop. They also brought in um, Black Widow's sister, um, who she's going to kind of replace Black Widow. She's a funny character. Um, Whereas Natasha, um, her sister, was super serious all the time, so it's a spin there. Um couple of little twists they also bring in the fact that uh wilson fisk that's his name right wilson Mm -hmm. fisk wilson fisk is going to be the universal enemy in between in hell's kitchen in between spider-man daredevil the girl who can't hear on that show as well echo become the echo he's going to become the enemy of all these people so it's it's pivotal to watch this to understand how this started also they, they kind of stayed with the canon of some of the comics um, and, and the things that happened to him at the end where you think he's dead. So um, I thought it was great. Me and the family loved it. So um, definitely a family-friendly movie. Blood in it, of course, and people dying. So not real little kids on that one. Um, Hawkeye is my number seven. Hawkeye. I like Hawkeye. Num- number six. My number six could have been... It could have been number two. And the reason it dropped because I, I say so 
My number six is Invincible. 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 And here's why it was so low. It almost was 10. It was so low because one episode was was focused on like a, a alternative lifestyle and I I'm, I just feel like Hollywood is just trying to force that agenda down your throat and I'm not with it and but outside of that great story great fight scenes great plot twist I think I mean, he gave some spoilers, so I'm gonna spoil some of the daddy is <laughs> is I mean he just gave some super spoilers. Like he just was like ah. so the <laughs> so so the daddy in in this is the writer. Like he is the one to watch. Like every time he's on screen, he's just doing something phenomenal. I'm like, you just don't catch yourself rooting for the bad guy all the time, but I was. I was like, yes, more. <laughs> so Invincible is my number six. Um, what was yeah, so I think it was episode four. So if you're not down with the alternative stuff that Hollywood is pushing, skip episode four totally, and you will have a much more enjoyable watching experience. So number six, Invincible. Yeah. My number six, I'm gonna go with a family film uh, you can find on Netflix, Mitchell's versus the Machines. So it uh, was done by Sony Animation Studios that did the Into the Spider-Verse um, series. And it, it, it carries some of that same animation of different styles, like kind of mixed together. It tells a fun story about a young girl trying to uh, relate to her family and, tech, you know, kind of the dangers of technology and the good of technology. Um, but it's a fun watch. I think it was intended for theaters, but COVID kind of messed it up. But it's a great watch on Netflix, Mitchell's versus the Machines. So... All right, so my number six. Now I got to bring up something else that I left out: Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise was, it was good? a fun watch for the family. It was a fun watch for the family. Okay. It was Rock. It was the Rock playing the Rock, just like Tom yeah. Cruise plays Tom Cruise. <laughs> but it was fun. It was good. Um, I enjoyed yeah. it. And of course, it's on probably the best app, like you said, Disney. So check that out as well. Um, my number six is called Eighty Six. So Eighty Six is a originally a I think it's originally a graphic novel my son could tell you more about it um but the plot of the story this is an anime um the plot of the story is the anime is on VRV by the, by the way it's VRV yeah um the plot of the story is, is child soldiers it's um it's soldiers that was um basically cast out almost like you see in Africa and different countries like that and they're forced to the front lines to fight a war that they're never going to win. I don't want to spoil it, but it looks like it's going to be over in the first season, but it's not. So if you like that kind of gritty content, that kind of people, you know, living this life where, where they're not sure if they're going to live another day. And um, also the interaction with a girl who is in the privileged community and how she kind of tells them what to do and how she feels sorry for them and sending them into war and trying to keep them alive when they don't even care if they live or die. Um, probably the best anime I've seen all year um, yeah. and a very good show. So 86. 86. Did you say VRV? Is that a streaming service? Yes, VRV is a streaming service. Okay. So is, is that service like mainly for anime or something or has it got everything? It has all anime on it. So you have VRV and you have Funimation. 
and VRV has like all of the popular shows. Um, this show is subtitled. So if you hate reading subtitles, this is not for you. Um, but yeah. So are they so what, what are they speaking? Um, I'm not Japanese, sure. uh, maybe. Not if, they speak in, if they speak in Japanese, you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, let me stop. Uh, <laughs> my number five Justice League Snyder Cut. Number five. Um, it made me forgive the first one, which was hard yeah. for me. It made me forgive him. I was like, okay people been raving about the Snyder Cut. It wasn't going to live up to the hype. I enjoyed Dark Side. Dark Sea, Dark Side, whatever you want to call them. Dark Sea, Dark Side. I enjoyed Flash the most. I enjoyed the ending. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed Cyborg. Like all of the, everything that had to do with um, the character development, bringing back Superman, everything. I wasn't mad at anything. I was like, was I mad at four hours? I, I wasn't was mad. <laughs> I wasn't mad at four hours because it, okay. it it kept it going that I didn't get bored and was like, oh, is this gonna be over? But I think if somebody is watching it and they're tired, don't do it. You know, like that's why Matrix just I didn't even make it through through Matrix. I was just like, this is not it. So Number five, Snyder Cut. Yeah. My number five, I'll go with another TV show. And to be fair, uh, full disclosure, I still have the finale to watch. And maybe that'll change my opinion. But WandaVision. So I uh, had held off on watching that. But my son kept telling me about it. And I, like, I knew the concept and I knew a little bit of the gimmick. But I think once you get into it, you're like, this is a pretty like multi-layered story about like grief and how we get into television to escape and how television brings us together with like the people that we love and and then it's presented in an episodic television way that's referencing all these other tv shows like it's pretty good so it's real creative it's real creative it's it's very 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 creative yeah yeah and i've tried out the first couple episodes you're like i don't know but like this is just like a recreation of 50 sitcom but then and like I said, my son was telling me, wait till episode four and explain it all. Yes. <laughs> you got to make it to four episodes. But, yes. but they're short. They're like 30 yeah. minutes, like the typical like sitcom stuff. Um, I've heard the finale might change your opinion of it. But, um, I don't know. if you get, So, Ready, you haven't seen it, but Brinson, you have? Yeah. I saw it? It. Okay. The, right. So, I think, I think the finale kept it off my list. Yeah. Okay. It's not. Wow. It's, it's not. It's not yeah. bad. It's just change of tone is kind of what I had read, or, or <laughs> everything that made yes. the everything that made the first nine episodes good. It's just different in the tenth one. Right. <laughs> so, right. Right. Yeah. Right, okay. Right. But it's still good how they led up to everything. Yeah. Okay. So I grew up during a time of well, I didn't really. I came on the on the very end of when they still were showing black and white movies like on Nickelodeon like Leave It to Beaver or something. Right. And yeah. when I saw that black and white I was like Leave It to Beaver. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I didn't get I'm going to have to try it out now. Um, but yeah. yeah I, I struggled with that first episode and I was like I was looking for some action and they gave me this and so I'm yeah. going to try it again. I'll give it another shot. 
don't, you know what? It, it's really, so check this out. I, I think with their shows, right? I think Hawkeye probably is like number one, right? And then under that, it's like a three-way tie between Loki, WandaVision, and I might have to put uh, Falcon in the Falcon. Yeah, Falcon at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like here, I just was I was disappointed with with all of them. <laughs> except, for, except for like Hawkeye. I like the end of Hawkeye. So Hawkeye, it was you know what I'm saying like with having a uh, Kingpin in there that did it for me. I was like yes, but the rest of them. It, it just took me on too much of a roller coaster, and I was like, ah. "Okay, yeah. you, you, you on your what number five? This is your number five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, number so, five. Yeah. Okay, number five YouTube movie called um, Breaking Bread: A Convo on Race in America. Um, this is kind of hosted by John Wood Jr. He is a um, a guy from Braver Angels. He has a lot of conversations with uh, a lot of the uh, great thinkers of the day." Um, Coleman Hughes, all these kind of guys just talking about race and talking about CRT, talking about all the things you can think about. Um, and so on this particular episode, it was great because it had the guy, it was a long time ago, it was a guy who um, got shot, pulling away from the cops. The cops shot into the car, paralyzed him. Mm. And so he was on set. Had the guy, Andrew Zimmerman from uh, Bizarre Foods. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yep, yep. So got Andrew Zimmerman from Bizarre Foods had another lady who lost her husband and her husband was a cop um, and had one more woman as well. Another black lady. Great conversation. Um, I think it was about an hour long. Um, the, the exchange in between the guy who got paralyzed and the, the cop who lost her wife was awesome. Um, and also I'll say this, and I don't want to ruin the whole thing. It was something that the guy said. And the guy now that got paralyzed, he works with, you know, different leadership in his in his state and, and the cops and everybody else. And he said, you know why I do it? He said, I'm preparing um, them for my son. When he said that, I was like, that's fire. And so um, Breaking Bread, a conversation on race in America, John Wood, it's on YouTube. Please go and check it out. Great conversation. No craziness. No, you know, there was definitely emotions in the room. They went and visited a couple of different sites where tragedies happened and talked about these things. Also, Andrew Zimmer was a breath of fresh air because he like grew up in an activist, activist family. So I didn't even know. So mm. him, hearing him talk about Martin Luther King and the different things his family did coming up was also dope. I was like, why is he here? He's going to serve them or something? They're going to raise some food out? Nah. He was there to talk about this stuff. (laughs) He was there to talk and he had some good stuff to say and he was very well informed on a lot of things. So, yeah, please check that out. That's my number five. How'd you hear about that, Ready? So, I watch... I like like watching Braver Angels and John Wood and periodically I look up John Wood and that came across my thread. I think it came out maybe a week ago or two weeks ago, it came across and I was like, hmm, I'll check this out. And then I watched it and I was blown away. I think you made history. You you might have put the first uh, YouTube movie in, in, yeah. the top, in the top 10. I, I don't think we ever had that. So 
History has been made. I should have had a, a, a uh oh. I might have some. <laughs> Damn. There we go. The cowbell. Cow, more cowbell. Shout out to Braille. <laughs> more cowbells. Right. <laughs> All right. My number four. Bad Batch. Woo! Okay. Bad Batch. Okay. Listen. They gave me everything I wanted. <laughs> I wanted people from the past in Star Wars. I got them. People in the present, I got them. People in the future, I got them. They bought back my dude Cad Bane. It was lights out for me. Um, what it was a scene that they had. It was a fight scene with Cad Bane. Made me jump out my seat. I was like, oh yeah. This is the dude. This is the dude. <laughs> I know I got a Cad Bane figure in here. Okay. I don't, I don't even know who that dude is. Cad Bane? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> you gotta watch Clone Wars. You gotta you watch Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah, I didn't watch that. You gotta watch Clone Wars Rebels. Listen, if any, listen, Clone Wars Rebels, before you go to heaven, <laughs> you start. watch before yeah. you go to heaven. Clone Wars got seven seasons. Star Wars Rebels got four seasons. There is a debate in my mind, and I settled it, that Rebels is better than Clone Wars. And I know I'm, a, you know, somebody might hit me online like, "Oh, stone him, stone me." Yes, 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 and yes. So, Bad Batch. If you don't know what it's about, it's about uh, some clones that were that has enhanced uh, abilities that they mm, they rejects they re- they were rejects and they all formed a group and killed the game, killed the game. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Clone list, bad batch, it, bad batch. Okay, all right, I'm done. Yes. My number four, I will say Spider-Man No Way Home. Number four? Yeah, you guys might have it higher. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it yet. I still want to see it. Yeah. Probably be oh, my number wow. one if I had saw it. Yeah. So it, it it's it's a good it does all the stuff you want it to do, I feel I feel like. Um and I I I saw it I think the opening weekend that Saturday maybe, but it was fun to watch with a crowd. It was really into it and cheered all the big moments and um so it, we, it can't give, we can't give spoilers because he ain't see it. Now yeah, we can't yeah. we, we can't see. talk, man. No right. spoilers, please. All right, yeah. all right. But it, all right. it delivers. I, I hope we get a Miles Morales one coming up too. Uh which is hinted at in there. So that was a spoiler. <laughs> so that was a minor. That was coming. minor. I knew that was coming. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Yeah. So that batch is also about family. Yes. Um, yes. So you'll see that wrapped in there. Um, what was the girl's name? Alpha? Echo? No, her name was... Um, it, Omega. It, Omega. 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 Yeah. Yeah, because she's the last one. But yeah, yeah that's a... You'll, you'll see yeah. if you check it out. Yeah. That is also on Disney Plus. Number one streaming service. <laughs> Cut the check, Mickey Mouse. What's up? <laughs> so my number four, Seal Team. 
So SEAL team, because it brings me always, it always brings me back to my service in the military and the guys I interacted with in the military, being around special forces dudes at times, being around Rangers, um, airborne dudes, infantry dudes, um, going to war, being in different situations like that. It always brings me back to that. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a space of comfort sometimes um, because there's some things they talk about that you will only understand if you was a soldier. Um, so, or somebody that was in the military, um, they switched from TV to Paramount, which made it even a little bit more gritty. Some yes. F bombs in there now. Yes. Um, in this particular season, Jason Hayes, they're going through um, his life and what he wants to be pretty much when he grows up. They're also dealing with Sonny and his situation with, with baby. you'll see. Yeah, I, I don't want to say that because they may not know. He, you know. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler bell. The spoiler but bell. Yeah. Sketch, so, it. We got the spoiler bell. <laughs> so back in the day when I first got up in the military, there's a show called Army Wives. And I watched it because it dealt with a portion of the military that's commonly not seen. And that's from the white's perspective. What mm-hmm. they're doing with SEAL team is they're taking the war aspect and taking army wives and pressing them together. So you can see the whole the whole person and all the things they deal with in war and the toll that it takes um, at home as well. But I think a lot of times with all the things that are going on, we forget. My, my, my daughter's out there right now. We forget that people are still out there fighting a the war. Um, and we got to remember those soldiers and those men and women, those military members out there fighting for our freedoms. So, yeah, SEAL team. Mm-hmm. Number, so we're on number three. Number three might drop the movie. Even though everybody ain't seen it. Oh. But <laughs> it, 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 has been, it has been publicly viewed. So mm-hmm. in, different, in different places. Yeah. Phenomenal film. Um, shout out to uh, Darius West who produced it um, and Sketch said everybody who was in that film and it really talked about the inception of Christian hip hop and what those guys had to go through to uh, to push the gospel at a time that didn't want to hear rap and it's, it's it make you appreciate the forerunners, the guys that built the door for guys like us to go through. So I thought it was um, it, it, it's, it's touching at moments. It, it it make you praise God, and I'm and I'm happy that we have a non corny, super dope Christian film that we could all um, share and celebrate. And I know second quarter of 2022 is going to be on Netflix. So. Mike dropped the movie. That's that's my number Amen. three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. Um, my number three, I'll go with an Apple TV um, show. We haven't mentioned yet, but Ted Lasso. Um, and I, mm. there's there's not a whole lot on Apple TV, but that, that's a good one to get. Even if you do a little trial subscription and run through them, uh, sitcom aspect. But it's Jason Sudeikis, who's the uh, American football coach who goes to England to teach a uh, or coach a soccer team. And second season was this one that dealt a little more with his kind of sunny disposition and mental health and that sort of thing. Uh, very funny. Um, plenty of F-bombs in that one, unfortunately, but it's 
it's still a good uh it's overall it's a positive uplifting show because of his personality he's almost a living um ned flanders type (laughs) and kind of people dig into a little bit that uh how he can live that way in a a world that doesn't operate that way so ted lasso so speaking of f-bombs i'm gonna say this show i didn't i didn't put it on there right i didn't put it on my list i wanted to yellowstone is freaking amazing so if you like that kind of stuff like it's like a gangster horse movie i can't (laughs) i don't know how how else to describe it it's really good kevin costner they just did a fantastic job. They got a new show called 1883 or something coming out as well on the back end of this. All of this stuff is on the Paramount app. So mm-hmm. if you like horses and you like the kind of <laughs> if you like the horses. land fight, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's about horses, it's about family, it's about yeah. fight over land. Ranching um, and stuff, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of cuss words. I'm going to say that again. It's a lot, but um, it's really good. So didn't put it on my list. I wanted to, because I didn't know where it was going. I would have put it on my list if we knew it was kind of, I didn't know if there was an F-bar rating, but yeah. <laughs> Look, it is. It, it, you did right. It is. It's a, it's a rating. <laughs> so my number three is Falcon and Winter Soldier. Ha! <laughs> so Falcon and Winter Soldier, I like, I I disliked Falcon through all the Avengers movies. I thought he was the worst character, for sure. Really? The worst? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because he was born. I was like, oh, this dude just has wings on. He can't even really fight. He just has wings. They didn't do him like the cartoon version of Falcon who was like smart like Tony Stark's. So, or the comic book version, you know, that was kind of like the the soul of the city kind of person. He was just like a regular army guy with wings on his back for for the longest. So I went into this show thinking this show is going to be hard. Um, But I watched it because there was nothing else to watch January, right? Um, And ended up loving the fighting scenes, ended up liking the uh, the U.S. agent, the Captain Captain America replacement, so what they tried to make him be, ended up liking how they developed his story. spoilers (laughs) spoilers <laughs> built his story and tried to push him towards the arc where he's going to have his own show that's what I think they're going to do there is a comic book called US Agent um but Falcon surprised me. the way they weaved in some of the original Captain America the uh the black spoilers the black Captain America the way they weaved that in there and talked about what happened with him, the way they believed it, they weaved in um, social justice and activism, the way he didn't want to pick up the mantle of Captain America, but he chose to pick it up. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah. I just thought it was a great show. So, yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier. You have to put that in the episode description, Brenton. <laughs> Ready Rider will spoil every show he talks about. Ready Rider is going to listen. Captain Spoilathon is happening right now. My number two could have been number one. My number two could have been e- easy lead number one. My number two is a uh, it's not a movie it's a series what if is my number two 
Okay. Nope. The last four episodes of What If took all, it took me to the moon, it took me back. <laughs> the villain at the end, everything I wanted. The way, the way how they took every episode and yeah, brought them together. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And and it was the last uh, performance of Chadwick Boseman in voice mm-hmm. acting. And it when I heard him, it hit me in the chest. I was like, man, I I didn't I didn't even know it would do me like that. It hit me because you know yeah. you know somebody is one of the biggest Black Panther fans. Let me let me flex <laughs> with the Black Panther number one signed by Stan Lee. Right, right, and then let me let me flex again for a moment. Hold on. Black Panther number one graded nineteen seventy seven. Yes. All right. So yes, this my black my Black Panther collection is intense. (laughs) I can keep going, but I'm not because I'm gonna let somebody else talk about their number two. So go ahead and talk about your number two sketch, and I'm gonna keep showing Black Panther over here. Go ahead. Oh, my number two is a little unconventional. It's not a YouTube show, but it was live streams of Kanye West's Donda. Hmm. Um, he, he did one in Atlanta and then one in Chicago. And I, I'm just infinitely fascinated by this guy. And um, he did the Atlanta one. The The album was supposed to come out. He was like living there for a while. And then he came, did the show in the center of the... I, I don't know if I can keep going with all this Black Panthers flashing up here. <laughs> uh, but these things were streamed on Apple Music uh, primarily, and that's the service that I have. So I didn't think I would be able to wait up for it, and he's notoriously late. But I stayed up watching that Joker, and it's just him in the middle of a stadium. And the the Atlanta one was him, like, doing push-ups in a bed, and he's wearing a mask. But he played, like, the whole album and like, the version that he played in Atlanta is different than the version that he did in Chicago, which he recreated his mom's house and brought out Marilyn Manson just to like sit there and listen to him rap about Jesus, which was pretty crazy. <laughs> um, so those were just an interesting rollout. And again, I'm always fascinated by what Kanye's doing. So those were things that were kind of must-see on-demand television for me that I had to check out. So did either of you guys watch any of those? Nope. I've seen snippets. Yeah. So. I've seen snippets. Yeah. Go ahead, so, Randy. I'm still going. I'm just, so, I'm just going on, on, on the flexathon. Keep going. Go ahead. <laughs> so for me, I I grew up watching Doom, right? I played the video game. I, this is back when I was going to the YMC game when I was a little kid. They had the uh, RTS, that's real-time strategy computer game in the um in the um the kids the kind of kids and boys club that I went to the YMCA I went to and so me being able to watch on HBO the Dune movie was I'm a sci-fi person so I like those kind of sci-fi expanse foundation you know Star Wars Star Trek I like all that stuff so when I saw that Dune was releasing and then I watched it and I loved it I thought it had beautiful shots. I thought um, I thought it was overall a great story. It was kind of like a savior story when, when you watch it. Um, 
it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be bad. Um, and is so the Rock in that one? No, they have a they have Batista. Batista was in it. Oh, Batista. Yeah, Batista yeah. and, and okay. Aquaman. Yeah, yeah Batista, yeah. Aquaman, and uh. Cole what Dam- name? Cole, Cole Dameron. Cole Dameron. Cole Dameron. Yeah, yeah, he is yeah. in there. And uh, Z- yeah. what's her name? Zendaya? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zendaya. Yeah. So she's, uh, yeah, it's a good movie. Um, if you like sci-fi just a little bit or you like beautiful shots and good fighting, um, it's a good movie. So That, that was I, a really great, beautifully shot movie. I Oh, you're saying Doom, D-U-N. For some reason, I was thinking Doom, D-O-O-M. Yeah, Rock was in Doom. Rock was in Doom. That's what I was thinking. Okay. No, you're talking about the one that's based on, like, the book, and they made a version of it in the 80s and stuff. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, Doom. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I got. I got Doom for number two. Doom number two. Okay. Um, you, You know what I didn't like about Doom? It was... I knew they they stopped it at a place that they're like, you're going to have to wait for the sequel. Like, mm-hmm. it's a way to end movies without being like, oh, cliffhanger. Like, unless you're going to do what Infinity War did with Endgame, like, if you're going to drop it the next year, I'm cool with yeah. that. But it took, what, three years to make this movie? <laughs> yeah, I forgot about it. It, it it took three years, but it Doom was good. It went, and I'm gonna wait three years for this good. Yeah, <laughs> like true. not three years. Like, okay, number one, Cowbell. <laughs> My number one movie of 2021, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And because I can't give spoilers on this show, I am totally upset because I wanted to talk. What I will say is because they had great acting, they cleaned up a lot of mess that I hated. See, I got I could talk without spoiling. Okay. They clean up a lot of mess that I hated. They uh, they did a lot of things right. They had plot twists in there that I did not expect at all. They had um, fight scenes. It made me appreciate AEW. In some of these fight scenes, and and I was like, and the sound effects in the in the fight scenes was phenomenal, and I wasn't even in IMAX or the uh, the what's the other cute one, uh, Dooby, or something like that, whatever. Dolby, yeah, Dolby, yeah, Dolby, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even. I was in the regular digital, and it was rocking the whole room. So. Uh, have you seen those, it more than once? I have not. Yeah, okay. But I have researched on YouTube the fight scenes and they are there. So okay. I got to watch the fight scene. <laughs> you know, people are sneaking stuff in there. So yes, Spider Man, yeah, yeah. No Way Home 
is my number one of 2021. Cool. My number one, uh, and if I had known that we were keeping the F count recommendations, <laughs> later on, I, so, but so clear warning, but it's a show on HBO uh, called Succession. And I'd heard good things oh, about yeah. it. And this year I started watching it and my wife and I, that's our show when the kid goes to bed and it's, it's a, uh, it keeps, it's one of those shows that there's only a couple of them, but it seems to get better with each one, but it's about a family trying to decide who gets to take over the family business. And it's almost Shakespearean in the way that it's done. The kids are fighting against each other and everybody's kind of plotting against each other. The dad is kind of the king. who's not sure who's going to rule after him. Uh, but yeah, that's a, it's one that's, that's kept my attention and I'm not even finished with uh, season three, which just ended a couple weeks ago. So but that's my number one. Number Excellent. One. I want to see that show. I, I keep yeah. passing by it on my on HBO app. Like I need yeah. to watch that show. So I'm going to check that out. Yeah. So, so there's a couple of ones I left off the list. I'm going to speak about Black Widow for a quick second. Okay. Uh, Black Widow was going to be like, on my number, it, it would have been on my list if they had to continue with the hype from Civil War, where she was really bad. And I mean, she was really a. When I mean bad, I mean she was good. She was a really great character on, on Civil War. And when I saw the movie, I wanted so much, and I didn't get what I expected. So that's why Black Widow didn't make my list, even though I probably was the most hyped for that particular movie. I was hoping it was going to be great, but it just wasn't. Um, it was just okay to me. Um, so. This show is a TV show, series show, episodic. I watched, I made a, I made a, uh, not a video game. I made a song about this um, show because the original was one of my favorite shows growing up. Also, Sean from Track Stars made a song about Ding 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 Wonder Years. Um, I grew up watching Fred Savage. The song is still in my head from the intro of Wonder Years back when I was growing up. And then they made, um, for all intents and purposes, a black version with Don Cheeto narrating. Um, I was, because I love Wonder Years so much, I was kind of hesitant to watch it because sometimes they just paste a particular demographic over a show to kind of cater to that demographic. And it ends up being condescending because they really didn't put, you know, great acting and action behind that show to make it good. But this was good. Um, I watched it so fast. I think I watched it in like two days. They're coming up on the second season here. Um, dealing with so many topics from, you know, not fitting in to integration. This is back during 1968. Um, they deal with Martin Luther King. They deal with uh, Vietnam War and, and the toll that war takes. Uh, a lot of topics and it seems to be a show focused on pushing a, a message. I grew up in a time where all the show, I grew up in a time when G.I. Joe's used to have a don't swim, you know, don't swim, you know, alone message at the end of the show. So I'm used to that message and this show kind of satiated that hunger to get something that was uh, meaty as far as talking about topics that are a concern of every culture, but in this specific show, the black culture in general. So, Wonder Years, yeah. And now you that's know. My, that's my number one. And knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Good right. tie-in. 